Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. If you're looking for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style, Empowerography would love to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners, Quartz and Canary Jewelry and Wellness Company. Please use code EMPOWER15 to receive 15% off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com. Quartz and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast. My guest today is Julia Sturgio. She is the owner and founder of Spiral Clothing based right here in Toronto. How are you doing today, Julia? Good. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey with us here on the Empowerography Podcast. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to tell you my story and be on your podcast. Well, let's jump right in. So as I mentioned, you're the owner and founder of Spiral Clothing, but you grew up working in and learning about the family business, which was bakeries. Your family had a bakery called Sorel, and unfortunately, Sorel was affected by COVID and had to be shut down. This must have been soul crushing for you and the family, of course. How did that affect the family? Well, it was a really tough decision. You know, we tried our best to kind of work around the pandemic in the beginning of the stages when it first came to Canada. I remember still sitting there because at that point I was working admin. So I had a lot of different roles and we'll talk about that later. But at that point I was doing admin and I remember looking on my phone and seeing Corona in China and seeing all these things. And I'm like, I was telling the chef, I was like, oh, I think it's coming here. It doesn't look too good. You know? And I remember saying this before it even came here, before we were even in this predicament. Yeah. It affected us pretty hard. I kind of knew it was coming though. I tried my best. We all tried our best, but you know, things happen. So yeah, very true. Now, how long had Sorrel been in business and what were some of your duties there? So it's been around for about four or five years uh, prior to the year that just passed. Yeah. First year I was still in my last year of university. So I wasn't fully involved in the first year. I was still there for like the openings and everything like that, but I was still trying to graduate university and everything. I went to Laurier. Yeah. So, but then after that, I jumped straight. I moved back to Toronto from, from Waterloo and I went straight to the bakery and I've been working there since. And basically what I did there was I started off working behind the counter, just like any other person would start working at a job, just serving customers. And I was really passionate about it though, because it was my family's bakery. And basically, if you don't know, Sorelli means sisters in Italian. Okay. So my mom has five daughters, me being the eldest. So yeah, basically I was working behind the counter and then I started managing because we started opening, we opened another location in Yorkville. So we had two locations, one in Vaughn, one in Yorkville and actually one down in the Eaton Center. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was kind of like going from, from location to location, learning everything, learning how to be a barista. Like I was really excited about that as well because now I know everything a barista knows. So yeah, I was managing I was doing all the social, I took over the social media account after the first year, once I kind of dived into it and I got familiar with everything. 
And basically, Sorelli was a very special bakery. It wasn't just like any other bakery you go to. Everything we made was gluten, dairy, egg, soy, nut free. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, because me and my sisters all had one or the other allergy or intolerance. Jeez. Oh, yeah, it was a, <laughs> it's a lot. But yeah, it was really fun. I loved it so much. I was behind the scenes a lot. Anytime the chef came out with a new menu that we had to implement, you know, every summer, spring, like we had to go with the seasons. Yeah. Come out with a new menu and me and my mom would taste test. And then I took over the social media. So that's how I know how to do social media now because I was running the whole social media for the whole time, basically running contests, doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, so you went away to university and you came, as you said, you came back and jumped right into working at, at Sorelli. What, what did you go to university for? What were you taking to university? Uh, I went to university for sociology. Okay. Yes. Wow. So you went to university <laughs> and then jumped into the bakery and you're not, yeah. you didn't do anything with, with what you went to school for. No, but basically I, I learned a lot in school that kind of helped me with a lot of customer service stuff okay. and a lot of people things. So, okay, yeah. Was the plan for you to eventually take over and run the business at some point? Eventually I'd say like my ideal look at it, out of it yeah. was me and my sisters, but they're all very young. Like the youngest right. one after me is 13 and then okay. the youngest one, and then it goes 13, 12, 11, 6. So, yeah. you know, they're all young so, and I'm 25. So okay. um, was, well, I was 25 at the time. Now I'm 26. But <laughs> <laughs> What was your favorite part about working at, at Sorelli? The favorite part was honestly seeing how happy people were and how excited people were when they walked through the doors to see a bakery that they could eat at. A lot of families and people, young kids from my age to even younger and older, they couldn't eat anywhere because they had a gluten allergy, dairy right. allergy, an egg, or not, like any of those. Yeah. And our facility was completely free of all that. So connecting with the people that were so extremely happy and grateful that we were there, that was my favorite part. So three locations within five years, which one was the first one to open? Rutherford. We had one in Vaughan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was really nice and, and pretty big. That was the biggest location because, you know, Vaughan is bigger than downtown. Yeah. Yeah, and then the second location was downtown? Yeah, in the Eaton Center. Like, we were in Pusateri's, and there's okay. like a pop-up type thing. Okay. Yeah. And the third location? Uh, in Yorkville. Okay. Yeah. Now, you didn't let this huge setback of Sorelli closing affect you, though. You decided to put your energy and focus into starting up your own business, Spiral Clothing, which you decided to start up around the time the pandemic began last year in 2020. That was a pretty bold and brave move to start up a clothing line at the beginning of the pandemic. What was the inspiration behind starting a clothing line other than your family business being shut down? The inspiration, it was to keep my, not only myself, everyone around me motivated and inspired because it was such a horrible time. And I was really sad about the bakery. I was sad about everything, all this. We were locked down for the first time in our whole entire lives. We didn't know what was going on. So I kind of wanted to put all that negative energy that was out there into something that could make me wake up happy every day or motivated, you know? Yeah, for sure. What type of clothing do you create and sell at Spiral Clothing? Tell us a bit about the company. So right now I create comfort and lifestyle products for women, like bamboo sleepwear. I'm really excited. It's coming right now. It's about to be released the end of May. Extremely soft and comfortable bamboo sleepwear. Okay. And sportswear, like sports bras, leggings, lifestyle, like water bottles that keep your water cold for 12 hours, hot oh. for 12 hours candles so my main goal was to have 
all of my pretty much favorite products and favorite items that I use on a daily basis because I'm all about comfort and lifestyle. Yeah. Have it in like a one-stop shop type thing, okay. like a peak type style, but my own brand. <laughs> awesome. How did you come up with the name for the business? Uh, so the name started because I started the company actually one year ago yesterday. Yesterday was my first year oh. anniversary. Well, congratulations on your one year. Thank you so much. So when I started it, I actually started doing tie-dye. Okay. So I, me and my sister had a sleepover one night and she showed me, she's like, oh, let's do some tie-dye shirts. So we tie-dyed shirts and I'm like, wow, this is so fun. This is keep, this can keep me happy and distracted. And it, it was like trending at the time on Instagram. Okay. So I'm like, I think I can make a business out of this. So I did. I was getting a lot of orders. It was hefty. So I started to spiral the name because, you know, tie-dye, spiral, yeah. come hand in hand. And also I took the spiral and I kind of made it my own outlook of it. So spiral to me means endless possibilities. Spy- everyone's spiral can be different. My spiral can be huge because I keep going and I keep doing, and en- there's endless possibilities to life. You can do anything you want to do. Awesome. I love that. Now, is this a solo venture or do you have family members or friends working with you on the business? It's a solo venture. Okay. Uh, however, family and friends are keeping me motivated and they're really yeah. putting a lot of input and stuff. Well, that's important to have a, a strong support system in place for sure. hundred percent. Now, I read that you love creating, bringing happiness within your brand and also creating a community to empower women through your brand. Why is this so personally important to you? I think it's important because I see what Sorelli, what happiness Sorelli brought me being a part of that kind of community, having an allergy and seeing others come and just being so excited and happy that we were around. So I want to kind of create my own community within Spiral to have a bunch of confident, strong, motivating women, and then we can motivate each other and help each other grow. I love that. That's awesome. Now, I also read that you're an advocate for awareness around homelessness in and around Toronto and that you've decided to donate a portion of every sale made at Spiral Clothing to Youth Without Shelter. That's pretty incredible. I think it's amazing what you're doing. Why is that so important for you to help raise awareness around this particular issue of homelessness? Yes, I think it's extremely important. And I just believe nobody should be living on the streets and having to worry for their lives when they're sleeping or should have to worry about food or water, just the basic necessities us humans need. And I believe nobody should be living like that. And if they need help, which most of them need either mental help or drug help, that they need, they have access to that help, you know? And yeah. so it's really important to give to that charity because they really care about the students and the youth that come in. Now, was this something you had planned from the outset of Spir- of starting Spiral Clothing? Yeah, I, I've been doing this since day one. Before okay. I even started it, I looked up into a couple charities that I wanted yeah. to get to, and Youth Without Shelter really stood out to me. However, I actually wanted to change the shelter every single year so I can give spotlight to other shelters out there because there's so many different charities and shelters that need awareness and spotlight and money, right. you know? So are you, is that is that something you're going to implement then? Change, switch shelters every year? Yeah, I think I'm going to implement that very soon, yes. Awesome. What experience or knowledge did you take away specifically from working at and managing the family business that's helped or benefited you moving forward with your own business? I learned a lot from the bakery, from you know communicating with customers, how to be professional in a sticky situation, how to manage an Instagram and marketing. Never knew how to do that before. I'm personally on my personal Instagram. I'm private. I don't like to post 
myself, I'm a very shy person. I'm, I'm not a big person on Instagram personally, but when it comes to business, I was really passionate about it and I really loved it. So I learned that from Sorelli, you know, how business runs, how everything should run and many skills were learned. I can go on. <laughs> is your family very supportive of your new venture and how do they feel about the whole thing yeah at first you know when I was doing the tie-dye shirts they thought it was fun and you know something to keep myself distracted and busy from you know the bakery closing and what was going on in the world at the time however they've come around to believe that I'm really passionate about it and this is what I want to do for pretty much the rest of my life awesome speaking of which what what is your five-year plan for spiral clothing where do you see it going or where do you want to take it I see Spiral as, you know, a household known brand. I would love for Spiral to become a pretty big name in not only Toronto, but hopefully worldwide where people people go. Because I specifically go to one place to get, for example, my favorite pair of pajama pants, right? Or And I go there all the time because I know that that's what I love and the quality I love. And I, I'm, a, I'm a person of comfort and habit. And I feel like a lot of people are like that. Yeah. So I feel like once they see my things, I... I want it to be more of a household brand. Potentially, maybe one day I can get my own store. That would be amazing. Or just in a bunch of different like boutiques. That's a pretty lofty goal. I love it. I think that's amazing. And I'm sure if you put your mind to it and keep at it, you'll achieve it. A household brand name. That's incredible. Yeah. What advice would you give other young women to making that want to make the jump into entrepreneurship and start their own businesses? I give the advice to definitely do it. Don't think twice, do it. However, start small, think into the future. I think you should plan everything before you even start because that all the, doing all those things will save you a lot of money in the long run. I definitely would have saved money if I planned more, thought about future, even collections. I know thinking into the future is kind of hard, but even working at Sorelli when I was doing the Instagram, when I was on top of everything, I was two, three months ahead on the Instagram calendar because I would make calendars of every single day what right. I would post. Yeah. And I was three months ahead. So being ahead really gets you ahead of the game, basically. Yeah, for sure. What would you say is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received? Best pieces of advice I've ever said. To, my dad told me one time to, you know, be yourself, chase your dreams. There's nothing else that you can achieve if you have passion and heart. So... Just gotta have passion. What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful? Like he said, honestly, passion. I love what I do, therefore it comes like second nature to me. Yeah. Pretty much like a 24-7 job though. I'm on it all the time. Not only thinking about it, I'm on talking to manufacturers late at night. I'm talking to people and the DMs, you know? So I love it. It's passion. You have to be passionate about it. For sure. And that, I think that makes a huge difference. And it comes through in your business when you're passionate and about it and love it. Your clients, your customers will see that too. And which will, of course, help them gravitate towards your brand. Yes. How do you define success? What does that word mean to you? Success? I feel like it means achieving a steady and manageable you know, income yeah. while being happy and passionate about what you do. I know there's a lot of people out there that like work for just a paycheck. However, that's their only, you know, way. But however, I feel like everyone can also have a hobby potentially, or maybe multiple sources of income that doing that will make you actually very happy and feel you feel passionate about it. For sure. What excites you the most about being an entrepreneur? It's just that I love creating and I love having full control over my brand. I love creating something that other people absolutely love. It gives me a lot of joy. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? 
Uh, I'd say my mom and dad, they, they taught me everything. They taught me who I was. They made me who I was, you know? What, I, I gotta ask, what inspired your parents to, to start the bakery? Basically, because me and my sisters had these allergies. I never had these allergies growing up, but one of my sisters, like from birth, was okay. very, like, very celiac. We thought she was. She just got sick at everything. So basically, we had to change our whole, like, life inside the household. Yeah. So that's kind of what inspired us to make the bakery because we knew that there was a lot of other people like that out there and there was no other bakeries, no other places to even eat, basically. Did you have a lot of input when it came to first starting up the bakery? Like, did your parents ask your opinions and your thoughts and all that stuff on different Um, decisions around the business? Not fully, just because I was still in maybe my second year even when this was even a thought. So I was young. Okay. Who do you turn to when you feel stuck? I'd say my family, friends, you know. Yeah. What is your personal motto? I'd say to do something that makes you happy, you know, and excites you. Like I said before, be proud and passionate and don't stop. Passion is a huge thing for sure. Yeah. Passion comes up a lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are you most proud of, Julia? I'm most proud of, honestly, Spiral. I'm proud that I was able to create something so amazing, in my opinion, (laughs) during a really rough time as well. And honestly, Sorelli and Co, I'm very passionate and very proud of as well, because I learned a lot in such a short time. And that's why I see passion a lot, because I see my passion, how it came out in Sorelli, just looking back at everything. Yeah. So those two things I'm very happy about. And I guess my performance. Yeah. Did you get a lot of pushback from people when you told them you were going to start Spiral Clothing, especially at the beginning of the pandemic in such a, a horrible time in the world? Did you get any pushback from people, from your family, friends, thinking, you know, Julia, what are you thinking? We're in the middle of a pandemic. Why would you start now? Not really, because at the beginning, like I said, I was just doing tie-dye shirts, which wasn't a huge, you know, you don't have to invest a lot in that. You don't have to, it's not that big as to what I'm doing right now. So I did get it a little bit, but not really, no. What does the word empowerment mean to you? Empowerment, to me, it means to motivate slash be as strong as you can be. Okay. What would you say is one of your favorite quotes? My favorite quotes actually hangs right here above me right now. It says, there is no magic to achievement. It is really about hard work, choices, and persistence. And it's by Michelle Obama. I love that. That's an awesome quote. Yeah. Okay, we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section. So the next group of questions would just be one, two, three word answer type thing. Okay. Okay. How would you describe yourself in one word? passionate (laughs) (laughs) of course (laughs) money or fame money early bird or night owl night owl what's the first thing you think when i say the word future technology what's one thing you want but cannot buy with money happiness or health if you came with a warning label what would yours say crazy sometimes (laughs) (laughs) if you could teach the world one thing what would it be Treat others the way you want to be treated. What's your favorite stress-reducing activity? Watching a movie, show, hanging with friends. If you were stranded on a deserted island and could only have one item, what would that be? A knife. (laughs) A knife? Okay. (laughs) A knife. All right, sure. (laughs) Survival mode. Yeah. That finishes up our rapid-fire section. No problem. (laughs) If you could set up a billboard anywhere, where would you put it and what would it say? Young and Dundas, and I'd have a big spiral ad. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Julia, what's the first thing you do when you wake up? 
uh, guilty. I check my phone, but I just <laughs> to see if everything's okay with everyone, you know? <laughs> yeah. What do you want to accomplish most in life? A successful business and that I love and feel proud of. What do you like to do when you're not working? I like to explore, try new foods, hang with my family and friends. And lastly, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? Do something you love in life, live your life with passion, and treat others the way you want to be treated. We live one life, so make it the best as possible. Awesome. I love it. Julia, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey with us. And I'm so happy and honored and proud to have you as part of the Empowerography community. I appreciate what you're doing, and I think it's incredible that you've just bounced back from what your family's been through with the, with losing the bakery and and starting your own business. And I think it's amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks Brad for having me. My pleasure and my honor, Julia. Thank you. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Julia Sturgio. She is the owner and founder of Spiral Clothing based right here in Toronto. Thanks so much, Julia. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca, follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast, and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.